where we last left off. The party uh, rested and made their way to Bell's Forge, uh, which fortunately, uh, Hell was being cooperative for once and was only about an hour away from their resting place. Um, in the particular way that the landscape had shifted at the time of their travel. So they met with Bell and made a deal that they would uh, depose Zariel um, in some way without using the name so that uh, Bell could not be implicated. Um, before they left, Bell offered them, uh, if they wanted, possible trades for uh, magic items to help them. When it was discussed that uh, Conrad, uh, Bell was able to deduce that Conrad was not necessarily willingly bound to the gambler's rapier by his side. And that was where we left off. And that is where we pick back up. Uh, Conrad kind of like um, uh, looks up at Bell um, with like a sort of like a flash of like, no, I don't. <laughs> and then he He's like, it is. I have just simply found nothing better than it. Since Barovia, we have travelled far before we came here. And tell me, you desired to exchange weapons? Have you considered changing the primary weapons since it came into your possession? Uh, and he kind of like shots, shifts on his spot, looking a bit restless again. Like, um, and kind of just like, um, just looking back down at the rapier again, like, no, I have not. And yet, not once. An adventurer such as yourself, your allies possess. Powerful weapons. They do. Versatile in use. However, yours yes. is just. Your blade is uh, magically keyed. There is weaponry that would be better. Oh, I suppose. I suppose that is a silly question. Beatrice has a sun sword. And a great deal of many magical swords that she will not part with. What difference is there for us one of mine? So you could offer better. I could offer something that rains down the fury of her on your enemies. I would be interested in that. And then, like, again, he just looks a bit restless, and, and, and yet... This one has kept me alive for so long. Has it, though? 
or have you simply used it while keeping yourself alive? When you put it that way, you're and right. And he snaps his fingers and casts Dispel Magic. Ah, oh, nice. <laughs> and just like that, you are still attuned to the rapier, but you have the option now uh, to unattune from it. Interesting. Um, um, yeah, it kind of just looks quite dazed. Like, I... You only have a <sighs> brief period of time to unattune from it uh, in the scheme of things, but yeah. the curse is temporarily subsided. You are correct. It is... Hmm. And you can think is... clearly uh, in regards to wanting a better weapon. Like, if uh, if that is what Conrad wants, um, but you are, yeah. no, you are no longer being uh, kind of subtly influenced by the curse of the sword to go like, yeah. this is the be-all and end-all. Which to Conrad, who was not very magically gifted naturally and who um, has likened a lot of his, his own magic to noise in his head, there's still a lot of noise in his head and other things, but um, it would be like one one note is suddenly not playing anymore. Like, oh, quieter. Still. You know what you're talking about. Of course you do. Tis raw skill, you're right. I don't need that sword. What can you offer that is better? Rain fire of Helon, enemy. He, uh... He reaches for a, uh... I much desire to know. So he has, he has an array of weapons on a, on a rack beside him that, uh, seems set up for inspection um as as you make note of the uh the fire giants working on forging the weapons and he mm. picks up what appears to be a rapier um by by the handle and the the scabbard this and it is it is like bell is large um so this is this mm. is almost like a dagger in his hands but it is yeah. a full-length rapier. This is a particularly keen and particularly fiery blade. This is, mm. this, is a, this blade will shed light for you and bring flame down your enemies when you strike upon them. I see. Might not be as keen as the weapon currently by your side, but will harm your enemies more. Interesting. I do like the sound of that, given what we're to be up against. Can I see how it handles? He stretches his hand out. Up, upwards, I suppose. Okay. And he offers it out to you. 
Connery takes it. Um, and he kind of just like stretches out, sort of like sees how it kind of flows in his hand. This is good sword. Good weight to it. Something else. Hmm. Now you won't be able to call upon the flames without moving to it. Right. Ah, yes. Making sound similar to one in within me. Yes. Yes. Well, not quite. Simply um, in use. Yes. But without the uh, associated cards. Indeed. This is a fine blade. What do you seek for it? Well, I could take the pry blade off your hand, but that would only be partial payment. If you have any soul coins on you, I might be able to exchange it for one or two of those. One I if do. you give me the gambler's blade as well, two if not. Conrad looks over the um he's holding like the gambler's blade in one hand and the um the new sword and the uh, blade in the other is like Good bargain. I have sword coin. Easily done. And um he uh, kind of like throws up the gambler's blade to <laughs> Paul. Paul and then like um reaches into his pocket and um holds out a soul coin. And throws it up to him as well. <laughs> yeah. All right. So enjoy the soul. You have now a uh, a um, hellfire flame tongue rapier. <laughs> so um, I am still building it in beyond, but Excellent. it is. Uh, for all intents and purposes, it has the combined properties of a flame tongue and a hellfire weapon. Um, oh my god! <laughs> with the <laughs> alteration, with the alteration that rather than two d six fire damage, it uh, it deals two d ten fire damage, and it has a <laughs> plus two bonus. So <laughs> you can use a bonus action to speak the uh, the sword's command word causing flames mm. to erupt from the blade. Uh, these flames shed bright light in a 40-foot radius and dim light for an additional 40 feet. While the sword is ablaze, it deals an extra, in your case, 2d10 fire damage to any target it hits. Flame lasts until you use a bonus action to speak the command word again, or until you drop or sheathe the sword. Um, Excellent. And the property of the Hellfire weapon is that it is uh, fashioned from infernal iron and traced with veins of Hellfire that uh so even at rest uh this blade she uh sheds dim light in a five foot radius um and any humanoid killed by an attack made with this weapon has its soul funneled into the river sticks where it's reborn instantly as a lemure devil <laughs> yes very fun and sexy <laughs> mm. interesting and then to top um... it off it's a plus two weapon 
Excellent. That's going to be great. I've already unequipped the Gambler's Trade yes. uh, play, played. Uh, um, you so should Conrad... be able to add it at the new one in a moment. Excellent. No problems. But yeah, um, so Conrad kind of like like again kind of holds the blade kind of like studying it and um he kind of like uh sort of like raises up his other hand and to no one else well probably senses it conrad kind of like um pictures like feels that sound the resonance of him and the gambler's blade and he just kind of just pictures it snapping um because that was his packed weapon as well um so he said he just drops it um he's like Tis yours now, a fair trade. Mm. This will serve well. And yeah, and as Pact of the Blade Warlock, you can, like, as I Pact of the Blade Warlock, I believe you can swap your packed weapons a lot easier than, yeah. um, than yeah, others. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So, but yeah, as the result, Conrad kind of like has that, the little like energy of like um his eyes just flash that gold for a moment as the presence of his patrons kind of pull snap and then return back to him yeah good this will serve well on our quest hmm pleasure doing business with you what's a pleasure doing business with you excellent well that's all I have to do. Um, as a as a little background thing, as part of this word picture in this very hot, awful room, uh, as soon as Bell like dispelled, like clicked, and there was a clear magical effect on Conrad, Sevia immediately like tensed up, and has spent the entire time they have been talking like waiting to see if there is any need to like intervene uh not because she doesn't trust conrad but because she doesn't trust bell uh but uh seeing it all go pretty well (laughs) um and especially because she doesn't know that's a hellfire weapon because no one has said the name out loud um she is going to look around the rest of the group and be like, uh, thank you for your offer. I am in no need of weapons, um, unless my other compatriots are. Um, we may take our leave. No, I have no need for any, um, yes, sir, thank you so much for your audience. And I look forward I mainly hope that our efforts please you, Lord. We shall... you shall hear of us soon. Just remember this cannot come back Shall not. We understand our role. We shall take our leave now. Thank you for your hospitality. Uh, And he snaps his fingers again, and suddenly you're all back at the surface of the forge. Well, I'm glad we didn't have to walk through that heat again. 
Oh, cute. Yes. I mean, I was fine, but you know, um, hmm. It uh, certainly was a bit toasty in there, one can say. You see Beatrice looks a little deflated. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Crowd also looks quite rattled, but he's like doing his same, his usual puffing himself up kind of thing. Um, and he is kind of like holding the, <laughs> the rapier in one hand, still studying, but he's kind of like just fanning himself, just so it's like, oh yeah, just, just <laughs> as surreptitiously and as obviously as he possibly can. That's a very nice blade you've ended up with, Conrad. Yes. Shall do good, I think. Better than the old one, not sure why I kept hold of it. Well, it did curse you. Yes, well, sound is no longer there, so isn't that, isn't that good? Now I have a blade from hell. The boss says you want to go down the river Styx. You all kind of jump as you see a, an imp <laughs> at, at your oh, feet. No. Oh, oh, no. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh. Um, how dare you? That would be correct. Who are you? The name's Hafrin, at your service. Ah! <laughs> I'm losing my shit. I knew it. Scream. I knew it. If anyone wants to know why we're dying, um, you we should listen to them. the main campaign, specifically season one and two. <laughs> Scream! Oh, well, well I, uh, good to meet you, Hafrin. Right. Uh, are you here to guide us? Yeah. Yeah. Um, come on. The river's this way. This way. Yes, uh, lead the way then, yeah. Hafrin. Yeah, those those uh, infernal machines. Those are going to be a bit big to to go along. Uh, even 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 the bike. That's going to be too big for the raft. Can leave those here. Oh. The bell bell. Will will. Uh, he won't take those without without need. Can we trust you? He points the rapier towards Hefferon. I'm a devil of my word. True. People have actually been more reasonable here than they have been um, elsewhere. So that basically makes sense. Yes. Uh, yeah, he just so sort of turns aside to Xavier and says, uh, perhaps we should. Did Mordenkainen's uh, two uh, come along with us, oh, he would or is not he still have. in the <laughs> machine? Oh, he came along with this. Oh, oh he did? <laughs> okay. Actually, no, yeah, he would have stayed with the machine. Okay. Because, yeah, so, Beatrice yes, would turn around and say, right. we should get Morenkainen too. To come. She, like, leans down, only the, like, there's not a huge height difference between her and Beatrice. Um, she leans down a little bit to whisper and is just like, are you sure he should come with us? I don't know how anyone here reacts to anything. Well, it's either that or we leave him here and then he may end up getting 
board. I don't know. What if something happens to machines? I know, I know you said nothing would happen, but what if what if he does end up needing the machines and he takes them? All right. Sevia shoots a message to Morty point two and um she just goes, um, so we're being guided to the river Styx. Uh, do you want to come with us? Would you prefer that I came with or stayed with the machines? Look, you're far more aware of the political nature of your face appearing in certain places. So if you can come to the River Styx, it might be beneficial for you too. I will come along then. Wonderful. And then uh, Sevia will look at Hafrin, <laughs> the little man himself, the little lad. And um, she's going to be like, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, she's going to be like, oh, we have one more coming with us. Oh, it's all right. Oh, it's that geezer who shows up from time to time. I mean, not not to Bell, but like pops up around here. Sometimes he's going. He's, he's got a tower that shows up every now and then. What's he doing here? Um, research trip. Ah, checks out. Come along. Come along. River sticks this way. This way. Fantastic. Excellent. So we like a very rafting on like, uh, is, it, is it lava? Is no, it... no, it's, 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 it's the river sticks. It's, uh. Oh, good. Considering the decor around here. Uh, I will warn you. Once, don't get in the water. Do not touch the water. At all. It is very dangerous for you to touch the water. Ah. Same problem as lava then. Okay, okay, we'll keep that in mind. What a pity, and I was really hoping to go for a swim. Put, a, I put mean... such a damper on my summer holiday. <laughs> You're funny, you. Uh, I mean, feel free to go for a dive if you want. You just might not come out the same person, is all. Interesting. What does it do? Just messes with your brain. Gives you, at least mostly, fresh start. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Washes away the memories of the old life. Creatures that return or that are that are coming here for generally the first time. Mm. I see. A curious place indeed. 
Well, we shall take care. We shall try to avoid having a little dip in river. Yes, it uh, will scratch it from our summer holiday plans. Ha 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 ha. All right. So, uh, can I get? So, um, someone roll me a d20 just to see how long it takes to get to the edge, get to uh, this this dock on the river sticks. I rolled a 10. 10. Okay. Um, so, it, it probably only takes you about 20 ish minutes, to, like maybe half an hour at most. Um, and. You you come across uh yeah this this kind of port with a barge, um, resting at it. Um, can I get so it is it is um, yeah it's a decent sized barge. So can I get everyone uh to roll me a uh dexterity check to get onto the barge. <laughs> Nineteen. Okay. Yeah, you get on easily. Twenty-one. Beatrice will then turn around and try and like assist Sevia. Okay. All right. Oh, so fall Conrad is twenty-one. Fall, yeah, fall <laughs> is yeah, fall is easily able to get on. Uh, he will not offer here. it. Um, eleven. Eleven. Okay, that is that is enough. That is enough. It's not a difficult challenge. Uh, and Conrad. Uh, Conrad sees them all feebly jump on, you know, and then he rolls a twenty-three, and he just starts like this, like incredibly fancy boy leap, and just just in this like you know, sticks his landing kind of thing. He's like, well, that was easy. Uh, Which happens- is funny. Because it's a freaking just jumping onto a barge. Uh, Hafrin's <laughs> just going to fly on uh, and not have to roll the dex check. Um, and yeah, Mordenkai and uh, the simulacrum is able to get on easily enough. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you make your way down the river. Um, and you notice as, as the six of you are. Uh, get onto the barge, a, um, a Merigon, uh, a Yugoloth of sorts that, uh, is of kind of arch- archetypical, uh, look of the, the ferryman. So sort of oh. pseudo-skeletal, uh, face and in draping brown robes, um, appears and starts to, uh, and uh, Hafrin passes a uh, passes six coins. Uh, actually, no, twelve coins. Sorry, to the uh, to the ferryman. Uh, you notice, yeah. Uh, and it starts rowing on down. 
What does the river sticks look like? So. A bunch of sticks. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it it is um texturally it looks indistinguishable from regular water. Um uh, what is a key difference is the uh the red hue, um, which is Sevier, you you are a scholar, you have a decent understanding of why water tends to be blue on the material plane. It follows like very logically to you that um in a place such as hell, like the reflection of the sky would be red rather than blue. So it's not uh, it's a little disconcerting, but it's not overly disconcerting that the river is blue that the river is red. Um it probably would have been more disconcerting to find out it was blue. <laughs> um but um there are sort of apparitions within the river that if you pay too much attention to them um begin like begin to kind of register in your mind as as spirits anyone we recognize roll me a perception check Okay. Fifteen. No. I'll get a dirty twenty. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. My parents are in hell. Damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, just because they're not, just because they're not seen by you, doesn't mean that they're not here. <laughs> doesn't mean oh, they are. All of Conrad's relatives are there, like, oh. <laughs> yeah, Conrad, Conrad, you haven't rolled to see if you recognize anyone. I <laughs> just rolled. Um, yeah, Beatrice, I don't think you would. What What did you roll? 22. 22? Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Conrad? Whose perception was it? Yeah. 24. I rolled an 18. I think it was a plus 8. <laughs> you know what? It's not necessarily someone you know. But you do see one or two that bear a striking, like, family resemblance. Crow's like, hmm. <laughs> just looks very, like, pensive. <laughs> We're just sitting there. And a little bit like, huh, is this omen or relative? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> omen or relative? Which could it be? Um, so, um, yeah, so it, can I get someone to roll me a d4? Um, I'll do it. Yes, Fortun fortunately, because you're not traveling by foot, you don't need to, uh, make your, like, make constitution saves for each hour traveled, but let's see how long it takes you to travel the river sticks. Zero. Two. two. Okay, not too bad. So two hours. So okay. you're still actually fairly early in the day. Like, 
one hour to get to Bell's Forge, 20 minutes to half an hour. Like, it's been three and a half hours of travel, all told. Um, We're doing great. Yeah. Um, the entire time Sevier is holding Fall's hand in a death grip. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Fall is definitely doing the same and looking at, like, the spirits and the water with great trepidation. Yeah. Just standing in the dead middle of the boat. Actually, no, you said it looks like water, right? Yeah. Sevier is actively shaking. Fall would notice that she is freaking out in a very weird, silent way. Oh. Um. Yeah, gosh, gosh, I'm trying to kind of clasp my hand and be like, hey, hey, what, uh, what's happening? What's wrong? Uh, I don't like water. Oh. Oh no, this is a. I'm so sorry that you have you have to be here now. No, it's, um, you know, it's, uh, no worse than anything else you've experienced. I just, um, I haven't been on a boat uh, since I was very young, and I haven't been in a body of water since, well, um, it's fine. I'm fine. I will be fine. So sorry, um. Is there anything I can, anything that could make you feel better? Uh, you are enough. <laughs> she does kind of lean kind more like into his side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. That's just that's what they do. <laughs> As we float down the river of death. <laughs> <laughs> all right so um unless there's anything that people want to do uh in the two hours of travel yeah it takes you about two hours to to travel down uh the river before um Hafrin, uh says all right we've uh we've arrived so let's go off and we'll we'll Travel a little bit further and we'll be at the Sibriax. So, can I get everyone to roll me a dex check again? <laughs> Mordenkainen gets off easily enough. 21. 21. Beatrice, you get off easily enough. Conrad? 23. <laughs> Yep, very <laughs> easily. leaps off. <laughs> Four? I got a natural 20, so that's 25. You get oh. off, you get off, like, with ease. And... Like, jumps off, looks very proud of himself, and then Fall, like, jumps further than he does, and kind of, like, hmm. does a little flourish. <laughs> what did Sevier get, Zoe? Nine? Oh, oh, um, okay, CV, you have one more chance. Roll me a, uh, roll me a dexterity saving throw to, uh, fall face first into the land rather than backwards into the water. Um, I would like to use my DM inspiration to have this at advantage, because I believe I have yes. one left. 
Uh, okay. That is a... The lower is a 13, the higher is a 17. Okay, good. The DC was a 15, so... <gasps> you are fine. You are fine. You do okay, manage Sevia, to... Sevia trips, uh, getting off the little barge, does the little pinwheel arms, and then slams fat, flat on her face in mm. the dirt. Yeah. And immediately holds her little hands up and is like, it's fine, it's fine. I didn't touch the water. I'm fine. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think for that your like your boot like has a bit of water on it. But because it has not come in contact with you, you're able to like it doesn't affect you and uh you're able to prestigitate the water away so that it uh does not affect you. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that was a close one. I think next <clears throat> time one of us oh should gosh. help you off the boat. Yes, maybe. Uh, that. Yes. Look, it's fine. She gets up. She checks her glasses and makes sure they're not shattered. Yes. Um. You should uh be very careful. You're very clumsy. Uh, yes, thank you. Carlos is very seriously. I love, I love that because because Sevia's dexterity score is only one lower than Beatrice's. I'm just rolling real <laughs> bad <Just> tonight. <laughs> yeah. 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 But the thing is, anytime you have to make a dex roll of any kind, Sevia always rolls really poorly for decks. Yeah. yeah. Like, Beatrice has the clear advantage for saves because she actually mm. has proficiency in it. Yes. But for checks, it's like, it's a difference of one. Um, yep. Look, it's fine. Sevia, like, gets up and she dusts herself off. She's covered in hell dirt and she fucking <laughs> hates the water. And she's just like, Argh. but she does, like, you know, a appreciatively like you know give conrad a little pat on the arm and like pat beatrice on the shoulder and then she's gonna like go up to fall and just kind of lean into his side and then look at the little rat himself the man the myth the oh. hathren <laughs> and be like so it's nearby yes just just a couple of minutes this way Right. Anything you feel we should know before we meet with it? Uh, just be careful. Don't piss it off. Can be very dangerous. Well, I mean, on our current track rating, we actually been doing very well at not pissing things off. So, you know. This thing's a demon. Them. It's a hell of a lot uh, nastier, a lot easier to piss off. Hell, very, very good humor there. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I guess it good. was. Well, didn't realize I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Carl looks a little bit awkward and efforts like lava. Like, yeah, uh, this is interactions. This is how this goes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, let's go and meet the horrible thing that might kill us. Like all the other horrible things that might kill us. 
what could go wrong? Stride, stride, stride. <laughs> oh, I'm sure a great many things. <laughs> this is uh, true, yes. Ah, uh, Hafrin, never change. Trot, 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 trot. Uh, and he will take those words to heart for a hundred years. Oh no! <laughs> hey, that was me saying it, not saying yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, you approach and um, yeah, you see uh, after a few minutes of travel before you, spiky chains which lash out at a 15 foot diameter floating blob of quivering flesh to a 20 foot tall wrought iron scaffold. Two fiends wrapped in chains stand atop the scaffold, torturing the bloated creature's flesh by tightening its chains. Demon ichor oozes from its wounds, forming a shallow pool around the scaffolding. A third jackal-headed fiend uses a bronze horn to yell loudly at the, at the bloated prisoner in multiple languages. It's its cross-legged about halfway up the scaffolding. And... Okay, well, that's, um... Hmm. <laughs> well, this is, uh, something I'm looking at. That's, that's for certain. Um... For listeners, <laughs> this looks awful. <laughs> it is basically oh, like no. it is basically a, a bulbous, flesh warped head with kind of a couple of claws dangling underneath, um, as like blisters and like pustules uh set about the body and of course the the wounds from all the lashings that it's receiving yeah it's like you left a piece of meat like of just raw meat out for a long time and it's mm -hmm. just like oozing blood and pus everywhere and then it yeah, yeah. it's like teeth a everywhere. boil yeah, the boil the face. that has boils on it and has a face and claws. That's basically oh what it is. God. It's big, gross. It's really very, gross. Very gross. Well, four out of seven to not throw up. <laughs> Constitution <laughs> saying. So, what Actually, you're saying is four threw up. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as he gets close enough and gets into distance, he's just like, nope. <laughs> And goes and throws up a little well, like I presume away. this thing's stinky too, so that probably yes. like you wouldn't would make a difference, probably. Conrad <laughs> <sighs> does actually look quite like a bit wigged out. <laughs> but yeah, fun times. Hafrin, you wouldn't Hafrin, they're torturing it. Yeah, it's not speaking. That's why. They want to hear what it's got to say, but it won't speak. That... I feel like this is a counterproductive course of action. This is hell, love. 
You don't know what's going on down here. Well, if it's not talking and hitting isn't making it talk, maybe there is a different tack. Well, it's not torturing it in the right way. <laughs> At least that's what my brothers or my papa would say. They might be onto something. Hmm. Yes, and he kind of like looks at Savior's face and then like kind of like, I'm saying things again. <laughs> they're not aligning the people I'm talking to. And he kind of yeah. like pays a lot of attention to his the, the, the rapier that he has. Like, oh, um, mm, yeah, this is, this is moving quite well in the air, which, isn't it? With <laughs> the two hours travel, you suddenly would have been able to attune to yeah, um, yeah, Mark as your packed well. weapon. Yeah, yeah, I was um, like, quickly Google, I was like, ah, oh, it's a short rest, so yeah, hmm. I would have attuned to it as his packed weapon now, he's kind yes. of, so he's kind of like, immediately just like, mm, and then it's just like, just practicing, like, making the sword uh, disappear and reappear, because his packed weapon can do that. <laughs> Boy, fetch Tata! And you see the, uh, the jacket, jackal-headed fiend turns its head. Uh, Haven't any luck with that. Still refuses to speak. You've brought humanoids. I have. Drape from Master Bell. Interesting. What brings you for five here? I am sorry, child of Etimodius. I almost mistook you for one of our, uh, one of hell's own. Um, that, that, that's fine. <laughs> um, well, first of all, hell, ah. Uh, we came to speak to this creature. Interesting. Well... Please. Um, if you think you can... get anything out of it, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, these chain devils here. Uh, Shalok and Jank could surely uh, use a bit of a break. Who knows? The relief might uh, make the torture all the more effective once it resumes. Mm -hmm. We thank you for this opportunity. This will be good. Shalok, Jank. These humanoids wish to speak with this Ibriac. Um, and you see the two chain devils uh, cease in their um, in their torture. If if you can get anything of use out of it, I might have a few soul coins in it for you. We'll see what we can do. We thank you for the opportunity once more. We are very curious to see what this creature has to say. 
So we shall do our best to get the information for you. Thank you. <laughs> Conrad <laughs> strides towards the creature. <laughs> oh no. Um, and <laughs> pukes. And then he sort of stops, he's like, I'll be right back. <laughs> the yeah. guy like runs back to the, with a burst and just hurls over the water. <laughs> so I rolled a five. <laughs> yeah. For his con save. <laughs> um, I die instantly. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was from approaching it. Yeah. Okay. The uh, oh, no. the, the <laughs> stat block actu the stat block actually accounts for this. Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> gonna just roll the one die multiple times it's few enough um, so yes conrad like proudly strides towards it and there's like mm, i'll be right back and then just yeah runs back to the river which isn't that far away i presume just puke straight into so it so you take uh 12 points of poison damage Whew. okay uh as yeah as you enter this contamination aura and the <laughs> The foul stench just overwhelms your your senses. Okay. Well then, while whatever, like I'll say very briefly, then while the other characters are about to react how they will, um, Conrad kind of just like just wipes his mouth. I was like, ugh, and then turns back, and then is like. And just like closes his eyes and focuses and um, opens his eyes again. There'll be Amber. He's going to activate Form of Dread. And he's also going to focus really hard on not breathing okay. as he returns. Yeah. Uh, as you. Stealthily. <laughs> yeah. As you return, um, how close are you getting to it? I mean, I presume we're walking towards it. So yeah. I'm going to have to take the poison damage again, but, but that's fine. Yeah, but it depends on how close you get as a group like how close are people willing to get to it like 15 feet okay anyone closer was... further away i'm gonna roll to see if Sevia gets closer yeah oh, like it's highs lows it's lows does not want to go especially close yeah Sevia also doesn't get particularly close she was going to and then i feel like she is probably going to hit this aura and then or at least see the others get affected by this aura yeah. and is going to like stay like 13 feet back you know yeah also, if um, Full notices that uh, it's like in a poisonous effect, um, he'll be like, oh, that, that's most disgusting and maybe dangerous. Um, I can give one person resistance against its effects and such. If anyone wants to get especially close, so, I would rather not. Yeah. So being 15 feet away, person. Beatrice, can I get you to roll me a constitution saving throw, please? Certainly. And Conrad, Does that mean... yeah. So, how close was Fall getting to do this? We were all about fifteen feet away. All so in that case, yeah. Everyone, roll me Constitution saving throw. Thirteen for Conrad this time. Thirteen. All right. 
uh, Beatrice. Beatrice is a beast. That was a nat 20. Nice. So okay. it's a 23. No. <laughs> it's a 23 up, I think. Uh, four. Six, because he never passes cons. <laughs> ever. And Sevia. Also a 13. 13. Uh, one of you succeeded, which was Beatrice. Uh, <laughs> everyone what? else takes uh, eight, nine, uh, 13 points of poison damage. That's all right. At least don't breathe it in. <laughs> uh, Beatrice, you no longer have to make saves against it. You save. Okay. Um, cool. <laughs> you, you, right. So we're all looking at this poor creature. Has it had any kind of reaction to no longer being tortured? Uh, hmm. not necessarily, no, but it's, it's kind of hard to read a creature such as this. Uh, Conrad, as as the one who kind of mm -hmm. made the initial uh, approach, yep. you hear a voice uh, in your head. Um, Another one. Is Who speaks? The Cypriots. The thing I witness. Yes. I get everyone to roll me another constitution saving throw. A 17 this time. 17. Beatrice <laughs> still doesn't need to? No. I got a dirty 20. All right, Sevier. A dirty 21. Okay, Sevier and four succeed. Uh, actually, Conrad, I'll give you advantage on this because you don't need to breathe. Okay. So Sevier and four, you no longer need to... That was worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you take another 13 points of poison damage. All right. Um, Conrad kind of like raises like his um, forearm up like, against his eyes as he kind of like squints at this creature. He's like... What would do you offer? What information do you think we seek? What information do you need? Need information of Zario. We have many things to do. Do you have anything? <laughs> Sword. Sword. Does she wield it? Where can we find? Uh, roll me a persuasion check. Alrighty. 
Um, so that's a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Elsewhere. Ah, I think I see what you mean. I presume I do another constitution check for this yeah. at this point. Yeah. Another constitution save. Again, advantage oh. because you're yeah. you're you don't need to breathe and you are consciously not breathing. I still don't make it. <laughs> I think Let's just say Connor's step further like this. he's stepping further forward um as he's speaking to it in his head, I guess. So he's just silently yeah. walking towards it. Because I just I yeah. keep flopping it. <laughs> yeah. Um so it's I'm like <laughs> Yeah. Only nine points of poison. Only nine points of poison this time. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Gross steps towards it, looking very pale and very gross. <laughs> Half dead already. As he's having this conversation. Okay. Yeah, I guess Paul will kind of like brace himself and not especially wanting closer, but he'll take out his liar and kind of. Uh, mm play a few notes and then kind of just like dart forward to bap um, Conrad on the shoulder, uh, granting him <laughs> protection from poison, and then just back away again. Um, so now, remind me how... Person. Thanks, Sib. So remind me how protection from poison works? Yeah. It neutralizes any poison that they're being affected from, um, they have advantage on saving throws, and they have resistance to poison damage, which will... Okay be the most useful thing. Yeah, yeah. definitely. The big, the big thing is, yeah, that, that resistance yeah. here. Um, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> all right. Um, have you any other questions? Hmm. There's a, there's a big important one that you're, you're missing. Been told it's a village. There are yes. many villages. We have seen village. One transported here. Do you know where? That is a city. One big drive. One you seek. Before. Please. Uh, Robbie, a persuasion check to get for him to answer clearly. Okay. Um. So, um, so that's a 17, but I do have a point of inspiration, so I'm going to burn one of those. I think I've got three. So I'm going to burn one of those, and that one was worse, so it's a 17. 17. Um, which, which is the DC exactly uh, to, get, to get a response. Cool, cool. To I just saw Emily cover their mouth. <laughs> is this all happening in, in Conrad's head? Or this is we... all happening in Conrad's head. Yep. <laughs> Beatrice is like, huh, I feel weird for some reason, but I don't know why. I see. This has been most useful. 
One more thing. The creatures have... The creatures that are torturing you, they want information. What is it? I want my freedom! You want freedom, yes. This will be bartering. I have given you information. I want my freedom. Hmm. Alright. Thank you for speaking. We shall see what we can do. We had our deal! Conrad steps back and turns around. Um, and, uh, which has been great because, like, he's not been, he's been trying not to breathe. So, like, he, that's great. He's been talking mentally because you need to breathe to speak. Um, so he does take breath and he's like, there was no information that we need, that we can um, get out of it. Might as well kill it. Uh, so roll, roll me another uh, constitution saving throw against poison aura. And oh my gosh. That's a 15. Still not going to pass it. Do you still have advantage because of protection from poison? That was with advantage, yeah. Uh, no. This time you take 17 points of poison damage, which halves I mean, to 8. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Things from just so pissed. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it it screams out this time in everyone's head, um, and I'm gonna need everyone to roll for initiative. Oh, on raid, we were doing so well. Sorry, SuperX, I don't agree with that. Um. Uh, so that's a twenty-two, Conrad. 22 for Conrad. 21 for Fool. 21 for Fool. Uh, Sevia and uh, Beatrice. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. 18. Dirty 20 over 18. Um, in the right place. Uh, 18. Uh, the simulacrum got 29. Modern Kylan. Uh, Damn, bro. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a war wizard thing. Uh, war magic uh, tradition. Which is uh, not necessarily war magic, but it is it is the confluence of both abjuration and evocation. Uh, all right, so uh, Mordekain, of course, with that kind of roll, is first. So, uh, what what can he do very quickly? Uh, um, you know what? You know what? Um, mm-hmm. he is um going to put a hand on uh false. Actually, no, he's uh. Actually, what's the range on that? Yeah, no. He's, he's close enough that he can, uh, it's, so it doesn't have to be touch range. And he hasn't been rolling saves, so he's not 
right up close with you guys. Um, but 30 feet range, he's going to uh, point his hand out at four and cast Enlarge. Big Monk. Uh, so yeah, uh, so basically until the spell ends, you have advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. Uh, and your weapons, uh, and I'm going to say this this applies to your your uh, unarmed strikes as well as a monk. Uh, deal an additional one d four damage. Excellent. I think Paul probably just looked down and be like, "Oh, what's happening? Oh, spell? Okay." <laughs> it's definitely not uh, experienced this before. Yeah. Uh, then the chain... Actually, no. Uh, Conrad, because PCs tend to win initiative ties. Okay. Um... Hmm. I was like, oh, okay, that's what you want to do. Right. Um... And, um, he is going to kind of, um... Ooh, he's going to... What's he going to do? Oh, he's going to... Dash is an action, so he rejoins the party um, mm. where they are. And then as his bonus action, he's going to activate the um, the flame tongue rapier. All right. Where it just bursts into flames um, yeah. in his hands. Like... All right, well, might have made it mad, but you know, um, the important thing is uh, we finished what we need, what we came here for. So he just shrugs. All right. Uh, at the end of your turn, I think the Cybriax is going to use a legendary action, um, and it's going to target. Um, can I get? Uh, can I get Conrad? Definitely. Uh, let's, let's roll a d6 to determine first. Beatrice and Fall. Uh, to each roll me a Constitution saving throw. Muted. Seventeen. 17. Conrad? One bit of the my usual, one to 16. Oof. And be Dirty 20. Dirty Ooh. 20. So you just succeed. Uh, Fall and Conrad, you fail. Um, so you uh, feel uh, very ill all of a sudden. Um, so you each uh, are poisoned. Oh, actually, is con the protection from poison? Is that they can't be poisoned? Ten minutes. Oh, nice. Like, they they I cannot think be affected. What's that advantage? Affected. But actually, saving throws against being poisoned. If it is poisoned. Well, in that case, you should have advantage against this one. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Does it say anything about the poison's condition, or just just that it's advantage? Yeah, just have this advantage, and if, okay. yeah, if you initially touch it, it gets rid of a poison. 
An Earth creature is evil, but Connor is being morally punished because, again, the same format as every other time I've rolled high the first time. So, yeah, oh. people. Oh. Oh. Um, again. You, you also it both. so sick. <laughs> you also both have one level of exhaustion now. Ooh. Oh, boy. And while poisoned in this way, you must repeat the saving throw at the start of each of your turns. Uh oh. Right. Um. <laughs> All right. Uh, next is the Chain Devils, uh, who are going to lash out at the Cybriax with their chains. Um, so, first one is 11, uh, and 18. That, uh, let me double check it's that. Nope, neither of those. Oh, no, that's the natural roll. Uh, 26, so that will hit. Um, and then the other chain devil is, yep, that'll hit with a 24 total. And that's a natural one. So they both hit one, miss the other. Um, all right, so, uh, so the Sibriax takes, uh, 20 points of slashing and, no, yeah, so it's just 20 points of slashing. All right, um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, then the Arcana Loth, uh, yeah, who you know is, uh, Fetch Tatter. Uh, Fetch Tatter is going to, uh, going to cast Hold Monster on the Cybriax. Um, so Hold Monster is a uh, a wisdom save. Cybriax. Decent wisdom, but not amazing. It is held! Uh, with a total of 10. Um, Alright. So, yeah, as it has been held, uh, there's not a lot it can do. It is, it is paralyzed. Um, Alright. Paul, it is your go. Um, okay, yeah, Full is very conflicted. I don't really know whether to, like, attack this thing, which has now been held. Um, yeah. uh, can you repeat the poison on the saving... Uh, the saving throw on the poison, please, at the top of your turn? Oh, yes, yes, of course. I shall do that. But, um, oh, that's a 12. That's not going to make a 12. it. Uh, you take another level of exhaustion. Oh, shit. That is not good. Okay. Um, well, Fool's uh, plan was to... Um, I think, yeah, he's going to turn to the others to be like... Um, I know I'm a big and everything. Thank you, Mordenkainen. But um, can we just run? Do we need to fight this? How close are we to the uh, River Styx, actually? Um, about, so about five minutes walk. 
but you could easily get out of the range of the Cypriots if you wanted to. Um, you know what? That might not be a bad plan. Uh, who's going to... I think Sevilla is probably going to be the slowest. Uh, I would suggest... I'm sorry, Sevilla, but it's true. I would suggest <laughs> that uh, you make use of your size to uh, to aid her. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, Sevilla, would you be okay with me uh, picking you up? What on earth is happening <laughs> right now? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I guess. Sure, I will pick up Sevia carefully. Okay. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah. Your, <laughs> your size, like, it's not as a penalty at all to your speed. What is a penalty to your speed is the two levels of exhaustion you have. Yes, unfortunately, my dash is now forty-five. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can yes. bonus action dash as well as a monk. Remember. Like oh, if yeah. you if you spend the key point, you can get an extra twenty feet true, in, basically true. at the moment. Yes, yes, I might do that. I'll do one. So what's it? So like, uh... sixty-five feet all up. Yeah, yeah. I will. Yeah. I will run. <laughs> yes. I'll just start running with Sevia right. in my arms. All right, Sevia. What would you like to do? Well. A lot of things are happening. She's not pleased. So what she is going to do is she's gonna like wiggle around in false hold until she can like still see um, everything that's going on. Uh, and she's going to kind of yell out like this didn't go according to plan and then she's going to look at the chain devils and the little jackal fella and be like and you're just being terrible and then she's going to do a bunch of arcane movements in positions she's never done before and she's fall would hear her whisper to herself like I hope Exley showed me this right. And then she's going to shoot forward a sickening radiance. Okay. So uh, she wants to create a, uh, it's a 30 foot radius sphere centered on a point I can see within 120 feet, mm -hmm. um, which this should be. Uh, because we're only like 65 feet away. Yeah. And she would like to center it so it gets um, the Cypriacs uh, as well as as many of the Chain Devils and the Jackal Fella as she can. Okay. It, it, it is a constitution save. They have to beat a 17. Just realized All right. I changed the modifier on here. So, so the Cypriots and the Chain Devils basically will be affected. If the Jackal Fella isn't within um, that, uh, 30 foot no, radius, not, then... No, not 30 foot. Okay. 
cool. So yeah, it's them in the chain, devil. Yeah. Um, they don't take half damage if they save, but the orb does remain. Okay. And if they start a turn or walk into it, uh, they will take damage. So the Cypriax would succeed with a 22 con save. Yep. Uh, chain devils. Um, oh, that's that's their check, not their save. They do actually have a bonus to that. So that's 21 for the first one. And only 14 for the second. So one succeeds, one fails. Okay. Well, the one so that failed is going to take 4d10 radiant damage and suffer a level of exhaustion. Ooh. Uh, ooh. 19, 25, 29 points of radiant damage. 29. Uh, uh, and then it also suffers one level of exhaustion oh. uh, and it can no longer benefit from being invisible as it begins to emit a dim greenish light in a five foot radius of okay. itself. And it's still half damage for a success? It's it doesn't say anything. If it doesn't, if it doesn't say, then unfortunately it is not. Yeah, but yes. the orb stays in place. So okay. that other one and the Cypriax, uh, until Sevier is out of range, yep. uh, over 120 feet, um, if they move into it or uh, start their turn in it, they will um, have to make the save again. All right. Uh... <laughs> And that is what Sevier is doing. Yeah. Uh, Beatrice. Beatrice sort of looks around at the calamity around her and just sort of uh, swears and it's like Venice and then runs after Fall. And yes, she just did. She did just say, what the fucking dwarvish. Alright. Uh, so just full action, bonus action, just dash. Full action, bonus action, dash. Yeah. Uh, Hafrin is gonna follow suit, just fly along. Um, Cybriax doesn't get its go, but it gets to make its save again against, uh, at the end of its turn. As well as against Sickening Radiance. Yes. Yes. Uh, so it it makes the set it just makes the save against the the whole monster, um, and then Constitution save for the sickening radiance. Uh, that's only a fourteen, so it's gonna fail it. And it is going to take nine, fifteen. 20, 27 points of radiant damage and a point of exhaustion. Seven. Okay. Uh, so, uh, back to the top of initiative. Mordenkainen is going to please have this spell prepared. Um, please have it prepared, Mr. Mr. Simulacra Mordenkainen. Yes, he is going to cast a quick fly on himself uh, to keep pace. Um, um, yeah. Uh, hmm. Next 
is actually Super Superix at the end of Mordenkainen's turn is gonna do something. Um, you know what? It's gonna it's gonna set its eyes on the Arcana Loft uh, and cast a spell. It's gonna have to make a. Uh, oh, it just takes that. It doesn't like. There's no save involved in that thing. 8, 14... So, the Arcana Loft initially just takes 20 points of psychic damage um, and then has to make an intelligence save, which it fails. Uh, so, you watch... Well, Sevia, you would probably watch because you have turned yourself around to, to cast this spell. Um... Everyone else probably not seeing it because you're running away. Uh, but you watch as like the the very kind of poised, calculated stance of the Arcana Loft suddenly becomes a lot more instinctual and bestial and kind of confused. And rather, yeah, yeah. Um. Question. Yeah. Is the Arcanaloth the jackal friend yes. who was a torturing? Okay, it was not the boatman. <laughs> no. The boatman is not with us. No. Okay. I got confused. There were two Arcanaloths and I got confused. There's an Arcanaloth and there is an, a Morenaloth. Right. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, I got confused. Like this no, not a poor jackal aloft. Not a, uh, so they they are yugoloths are the kind of general term. Um, and it's not a Morenoloth, it is a Merigon. Um, yeah. that, cool. that is at the barge. But yeah, no, um, this is an Arcanoloth, a, a, a jackal-headed type of yugoloth. That one we saw in Barovia. Yeah. Right. Cool. One you fought. She watches that. She watches that happen. And it's like fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. Uh, roll me an Arcana check, actually. Let's see if you recognize what this effect is. I'm good at those, which is good because that was a bad roll. Uh, 18. 18 is the DC. Uh, this is an eighth-level spell. That's a feeble mind. Okay, uh, if you may allow me one tiny little, like, free action in the middle of someone else's turn, she is going to look at Conrad, who hasn't had a chance to say he's running away yet, I believe, and just go, Run! Run! Run now! Conrad, now! Okay, uh, it is Conrad's go. <laughs> so Conrad, like, ran back, but it's like, okay sword already and then he just everyone just thought he's like no actually we're getting out of here um <laughs> also roll me the save against the poison again that's right let's see how i go oh yep i don't make it <laughs> so another point of exhaustion <sighs> okay um excellent um and then he kind of like turns and um sees he really getting there like uh yes um running i suppose no hard feelings, he calls out to the to the creature, and then he 
just hightails it. So dash dash. Yeah. Which is halved, but still... Yeah. Yeah. So 30 feet, he basically yeah. manages to get, which is not yeah. great, but there we go. <laughs> uh, did you do anything else other than that? Because in no. that case, as a rogue, 45. Oh, okay, 45. Because yeah. you can bonus action dash, and you can use your action to dash. Oh, yes, that's right. Yes, so 45, yeah. yep. All right. Which is okay. Uh, chain devils are going to... Um, hmm. Yeah, they're going to... Roll a con save against the yep. sickening radiance. Yep. Uh, is that at the top of their turns? Uh, when a creature moves into the spell's area or starts its turn there, okay. the creature uh, That's a success. The other one I'll roll now. So they both succeed, but so, yeah, so no, no damage. Um, they're both going to try to do... Actually, they're going to, they're going to use, um... They're going to animate, they're both going to animate the chains around the Sibriax. Um, to... Yeah. Alright. Um, the Arcanoloth, uh, can't do much of anything, um, because it can't cast spells, being feeble-minded. Um, it's going to just run off in a random direction. Fall. You'll go. Poison save, please. Yes. Just... Uh, 16. 16 is not enough. This is going to Okay, and then I will uh, dash as my main action, then dash as my bonus action. So, uh, that's 90 feet. Okay. Uh... I think, Isn't it 45 because you're exhausted? Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't it the second, be your, 90 It would, but you've got now three levels of exhaustion. Oh. And the second level of exhaustion uh, uh, takes out the voice. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. The fall's like speed. normally 45 feet walking. Yeah. So it oh, would be okay. about it'd be about sixty-five feet all up if you use action and bonus action okay. and movement. Um, all right. I'm just I'm running for now. Sevia, are you doing anything? Um, I am. Yeah, I'm gonna just maintain concentration on. Uh, sickening radiance um, and just uh, <laughs> I don't know be moral support to fall she is actually going to move the sphere so it is exclusively on the chain devils okay no longer on the Cypriots yeah interesting okay well, uh, 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 wait, no. How far away, actually? Before I could lock that in, Chief, uh, how far away are, are each of us from it? I mean, at this point, you're about 100... I'd say, with the initial distance, you are probably about 150 feet away from the Sybriax. 
Uh, oh, then the spell drops anyway. I'm out of range. Okay. I think I think it can stay up. It just you can't move it after okay. once you're out of range. Well, then then nothing happens. My I just I can't actually do anything about it as long as I'm concentrating on it. Okay. So. Nothing happens. That's my turn. All right. Um. And of uh, end of its end of your go, uh, the Cypriax is going to use another legendary action, and it's going to. Sevia, can you make me an intelligence saving throw, please? Is there anything um, visible about what it does? Um. Uh, hmm. Yes, there is. There is a visual. There is a uh, a somatic component to it. If you were talking about counterspelling. Uh, Counterspell is 60 feet, unfortunately. No, I can't. And Mordenkainen's too far from it, too. Intelligence save? Yeah. 24. 24 is enough! (laughs) 24 is enough. You you succeed. Uh, You do take the... uh, the four points of psychic, four d six psychic damage, though, which is only nine. Only nine, so not too bad. Um, and yeah, no, you, uh, yeah, you feel um, something try to grasp a hold of your mind and rip it from you, but are able to uh, put the force of your intellect behind uh, behind it and. Push that force from your mind. Uh, Beatrice, it's your go. Beatrice just keeps running. Full right. pelt. She probably laps everybody at this point. Yep. <laughs> She's the only one not affected yep. by anything. Yeah. Just uh, straight past all. S- yeah. Uh, Hafrin is going to continue bolting for it. Uh, the Cypriax, um, I think, like, the only other thing that it can do, the only thing that it can do to any of you, because, because of range, is the Feeble Mind, which I don't, hmm. Uh, hmm. Which... I don't think it would try to do from at this point. Please uh, don't. <laughs> uh, I also hate to say, Connor isn't that far away. He isn't. Uh, so some of his other stuff, some of its other stuff, could reach him, wouldn't they? Um, yeah. Uh, roll this. This one should favor you a bit more, Conrad. Roll me a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> okay. As you hear this disgusting, like, kind <laughs> like sorry, surging up behind him. <laughs> no. What was it? Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. That is not enough, unfortunately. And you take uh, thirty-seven points of acid damage. <laughs> oh, oh, holy crap! Okay. Buy my clothes, I guess. Um, <laughs> Sorry, his pants will be intact. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, 
what happens to me? What does it do? So yeah, this this bile um, just sprays, and oh. then like the le- the leather the leather is treated, so it's not going to be um, it's not going to be <laughs> destroyed at all. Uh, uh, um, but yeah, uh, that is the Cypriot's turn. Uh, Mordenkainen is going to, uh, quickly try to do a thing, uh, if it is viable. Um, so he is going to, hmm, um, yeah, so he is going to cast yeah, he's more than kind, and he can probably twist this a bit like that. Uh, he's going to look at you, Conrad, and he's going to look at Fall and see that you're a bit behind. So he's going to first cast this on you. He's going to cast Dispel Magic. Okay. Um, and you feel not only the sickness, but also the exhaustion removed from you. Ooh. Interesting. Okay. Thank you, Morty. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, actually, we'll, we'll get to Conrad's turn to see uh, what what you do just to be safe. So, Conrad, what do you do on your turn? Um, well, Conrad, like, stumbles quite badly, but he just kind of, like, scrabbles to keep up upright as he keeps running. Um, um, like, you're in pain, but you kind of get this second wind from having all this exhaustion lifted from you. Yeah, definitely. Um, and he kind of, um, again, it's kind of, like, just desperately pumping into that reserve. He, like, he, he'll do another form of dread um, just to get those little extra points and again like the veins of his like he's, he's already looks like very unhealthy um <laughs> he's a lot of pain um but he will just keep dashing i guess yeah um so, yeah yeah uh and i'm gonna say with that um yeah so Mordenkainen is gonna like as you all dash to the um dash to the the ferry um uh, Mordenkainen during that process casts another uh, dispel magic on fall. You find the exhaustion li- and poisoning lifted from you. Um, and uh, I'm just going to take it as written that you all uh, are able to leap onto the barge because the only person who has trouble with it is Sevia, who is in fall's hands. Um, and yeah, and that is where we are going to leave it for this week's episode. A busy one, folks. Can I, can I have one little epilogue line, please? Yeah. As we leap onto the boat, um, Corrid's like, well, that went very badly, but not, not, not too badly, because we got some information. All right. That's where we're going to leave it for this week. Excellent. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, y'all. Bye. Bye. I did want him to be like, oh, the place you have to.